everyone. This is Gideon Fiddleside, Editorial Director of Custom at PR Week. I'm really excited about today's podcast. I'm going to be speaking to the CCO of an organization that has been named a 2022 PR Week Best Place to Work. This is a program that PR Week has been doing for, I believe, a decade now. It's just a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to celebrate what's so important in the PR industry, and it's becoming more and more important now. Organizations that have set themselves up to be particularly great places to work for communicators. Communicators. Joining me today, CCO, Stephen Holmes from the Home Depot based in Atlanta, Georgia. I was going to say go Braves, but I'm a New Yorker. I can't even bring myself to say that. I do like Atlanta, though. Awesome city. And uh, Steve, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, it's my pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. And that's okay on the Braves. I understand. Yeah. Mets fans have a complex. I think I need to find a pill for that. But anyway. So like I said, the Home Depot uh, is being honored this year as a best place to work. And we're going to spend the next little while here talking to Steve about getting a little bit on the inside of what makes the Home Depot such an amazing place to work, particularly for communicators, even though in all fairness, I think what you'll find is an organization that is a really great place to work for communicators is generally a really good place to work for everybody. And Home Depot has often gotten terrific marks for that broadly. So probably makes a lot of sense for the communications part. Steve, I'm going to start here. PR Week's best places to work is judged solely on feedback from employees. In the case of our in-house honorees, such as your, such as the Home Depot, that is specific to those in the comms department. So it might not be too surprising to hear that the Home Depot builds its culture from the bottom up, an inverted pyramid. Please elaborate on exactly how that plays itself out of the company. And if you could provide a specific example or two to illustrate this, that would be terrific. Yeah, sure, Gideon. The inverted pyramid is... Um it is a servant leadership construct. It's extremely integral to our values. And it basically means that, you know, the customer is the top priority and the CEO is the, at the bottom of the organization. And within that, you, you stair step uh, from the customer and next are frontline associates. Uh, then you have field support and then you have mm-hmm. corporate. We don't, even call it corporate. We call it the store sports center and then the CEO. Hmm. And, you know, it's, it's actually pretty simple in that, you know, it means that uh, our job is first and foremost to support our frontline associates and our customers out there in the stores, Um, which again, I go back to, that's why we don't refer to our, what our home office as a corporate office. It's the store support center. When you take it to the level of the communication department, um, there are a couple of things how that that's implicated. For one, my job as well <clears throat> is to put myself at the bottom of the pyramid with my department. My job is to support hmm. my associates. That not only means that I my role is to help remove obstacles for them, but additionally, it's it's that I'm I'm here to support them personally as well. You know, and it may be something as simple as, hey, uh, I heard about X. And, um, you know, I mean, just last night I I heard about one of my associates who his son and and daughter-in-law were in a a car accident. And I just sent him a text and and said, hey, thinking about you, what can we do to help? And and then his boss and I will, you know, do something to just let him know we're thinking about him and supporting him here and, and here to help. Um, when you think about it on a communication level, I, I see examples from time to time that even, you know, in the way we approach things tactically, um, 
are we thinking about our audience back? And a lot of this is on the internal communication side, which we have both the external PR and the, and the internal. But tactically, are, are we uh, sending a message, for example, to our frontline associates, but we're doing it via email when those associates uh, don't have email for the most part? So it, it even applies in the most basic tactics. No, that's terrific. And uh, the the human element that you just basically described always has been important. I think particularly now in an age where empathy might be the most important word in communications right now. And I think that shows it very much. So I very much appreciate that. In 2022, everyone knows that when it comes to the Home Depot, that orange apron is like everyone thinks of it as soon as they hear, as soon as they hear about the Home Depot. So in 2022... Well, actually, that's this year, isn't it? <laughs> you released a new associate docuseries titled Behind the Apron, which tells the story of the Home Depot's culture through inspirational, symbolic stories of real associates. Can you talk about why it is so important to show through these stories how that culture comes to life versus just talking about it? Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm adamant about the fact that you can't tell people what your culture is. You can't say, oh, this is what our culture is like, and this is our culture, um, especially when you're when you're thinking about that from a mass communication standpoint, you have to illustrate the culture. And and we're just in the sweet spot to be able to do that. So behind the apron is just that. It's an illustration of our culture. It's an illustration of, of our values in action. And we do that through personal stories about, our, about individual associates. Um, we felt like we wanted to brand it and, and make it a series. Um, because it, it would be, for one thing, more consistent and tied together, but also more recognizable uh, when you're uh, either internally or externally. Um, and, you know, ours, ours also is a service culture. And the, the latest one that we just released is just about that. It's about an associate in California. We just released it um, just yesterday, as a matter of fact, before we're talking here. Uh, it's about an associate in California who um, has been with the company 30 plus years. And he has such a tight relationship with his customers that they text each other and um, mm-hmm. they go to him for deep advice on different things. And and it tells the story of how he finds the way to say yes to things. And just a great, uh, again, example of our culture in action. And so the idea with that as well is that, um, you know, our associates internally, which, by the way, I needed to make the point that we call our employees associates. And our mm-hmm. associates internally, uh, you know, it's retail. You get a lot of new associates and and uh, it's it's the best way to just let them see, oh, that's what Home Depot is like. That's how we operate. Um, show how we take care of the customer. Show how we take care of each other. Another piece of that, too, we're corporate communications and external affairs. And the external affairs piece um, is the Home Depot Foundation. It's also Team Depot, which is our uh, associate volunteer work for, uh, workforce that, that go out into the communities and 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 work in communities when disasters hit and, and work uh, our biggest 
pillar is for uh, veterans. Um, we are as as a as a department across every individual. We are some of the largest holders or, or stewards or illustrators of the culture. And um, like I said, it, it's a sweet spot for us and, a, and a, uh, a huge responsibility, but but also a lot of fun. You know, um, actually, it's funny you mentioned fun because we're actually going to get to that a little bit later. But a lot of today's conversation is going to be built around your employees because um, I think the Home Depot, based on the responses that we've gotten, that we got from all of your associates to the, to the Best Places to Work survey, it really, really, really became quite clear about how your employees um, really, really love the brand and they love the culture. And it actually, it actually transfers to the, to the consumers. And again, I will tell you that um, um, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't compensated to say this. I, I am a Home Depot customer and being as unhandy as I am, that that means something. Um, And I will tell you every time I go there, the associates are really, really helpful and patient. And with me, they need to be because I don't know anything about fixing anything. And so that's kind of a segue associates are brand ambassadors, period. They just are. In the case of a brand such as the Home Depot, that might be even truer than most cases because, again, it is common for the associates on the floor to interact with customers on a sustained level, discussing home projects. And home projects are really important to people, obviously, personally. I'm happy to give you the floor to discuss a little bit more about the relationship between the comms team and those frontline associates. And what is the key to ensuring that they represent the brand in the best manner possible? Well, I go back to what we just talked about. I mean, our, our role is, as a communications team is to illustrate that culture, I- illustrate the brand and what's, what, what we believe uh, makes the Home Depot special and a special place to be, a mm-hmm. special place to work, and ultimately and what we want when we also think about that inverted pyramid is that customer experience that is special. Um, and, and we do that by, by celebrating our associates who live our values, um, by, by telling those stories of what they're doing in the communities. Um, and I mentioned, you know, we talked about the Behind the Apron series, talking about the associate and his relationship with customers. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's really quite simple. Um, I was... I saw a story this week, and I, I want—I forget exactly where it was. It was somewhere in the southeast, but it was about two associates that went to this. They went to this uh, great extreme effort to find a customer that had somehow left a bag, a small bag, a small bag of cash mm-hmm. in the lumber aisle, and and it was a contract who had been paid in cash and had it in a little bag or an envelope and it had fallen out of his pocket, no name or anything like that. And it was just such a, a great story. And I, I thought, you know what, you know, we should use this to, to illustrate uh, that culture and that, that service mindset and doing the right thing, living our values. And um, I sent it up to our CEO and I said, hey, that's a pretty neat story. You might want to post that on Yammer. What do you think? And, and he did. He posted it on Yammer because, you know, obviously people pay attention there on when the CEO posts something. And, you know, just simply said, hey, thanks for living our values. 
And uh, so I think it's, you know, it's those sorts of things. It's, you know, in PR, uh, and this is PR week, you know, and you, you think about the external world, but, uh, you know, I, I think probably even more about the internal world a lot um, and, and trying to think of that in different ways. And what are the different stories we tell? And just the simple, we have digital boards that run in our break room. So think of that as a billboard, if you will. <clears throat> it's a TV screen, mm-hmm. but, and we can do animation and different things on that. And little video. There's no sound though. It's just a billboard, but you know, just the simple post after a, a, a disaster strikes, the tornadoes in Kentucky, for example, or wherever, name it. I mean, they're all over. And we immediately have a team depot volunteer force out there working in the community to try to help or filling relief mm-hmm. buckets for the hurricane that we shipped into that community. We'll just do a simple post and show a picture and just say, way to go store number, whatever, you know, we'll say helping to assist the community in Kentucky after tornadoes. Obviously that was pretty sloppy wording of what we actually put on the digital board, but nevertheless, I mean, it, it's those simple things that we can do. That's terrific. Now, um, the next question I'm going to ask you is probably maybe the most specific question I'm going to ask about the comms team and why this might be, why the Home Depot is such a great place to work for yourself and all the people on your team. One of the unique questions on the Best Places to Work survey that we only ask of in-house pros is whether or not comms is involved in major business decisions. This speaks to the respect with the discipline is held at a brand, which in turn relates very much to how good a place the brand is to work for a PR pro. Um, the Home Depot scored very well on this, not surprisingly. Can you speak to this as it pertains to your company? Yeah, well, I, I, I tell you, I see this comment quite a bit at, in conferences and different places. It'll say, you know, learn how to get a seat at the table. And I don't know, maybe I'm lucky that I just work at a place where you, you know, you automatically have a seat at the table. And I, I think some of it also goes back to that leadership construct of, um, you know, the inverted pyramid, in addition to creating that, that servant leadership culture, um, it also, our culture has uh, a great deal of respect built into it for each other. And that includes each other's skills and, and opinions. And, um, it actually happens quite naturally here uh, at Home Depot that, that we do have a seat at the table. It may not be that you were at the table all the time at the moment a decision was made, but our leadership is is fantastic then about saying, hey, we, we think we want to do this, but we want to get your thoughts too. Mm-hmm. And um, very inclusive of multiple groups, not just the communication function. So I, I just find it it happens quite naturally. We have super smart leaders here, and uh, I think it's just part, it's just in the DNA of how we operate here. Mm, that's probably the best compliment that you could give to the C-suite as it pertains to involving everyone in decisions. So that's terrific, Stephen. Thank you for that. Another element of the survey I'm always curious to look at is this. We offer respondents a dozen adjectives and ask them to rate how well that adjective describes their company. Fun is always an interesting one to look at. It's also one that tends to vary more than most others from organization to organization. 
And I have to say, the Home Depot scored extremely well in this regard as compared to others in the category. Stephen, what makes an organization or in-house department fun for its employees or associates? I would say that, you know, the fun part of, of working at the Home Depot, it, it's really part of our DNA. It's part of our culture. And it just happens naturally. I think, you know, when you walk in one of our stores, when you walk in a Home Depot, I think that typically, and I certainly hope what, what people see, I know what I see when I'm in there and, and what as a customer or when I have the opportunity from time to time to work in the store, um, people have fun. They're very collegial with each other. Associates are. And, and we encourage them to be engaged in that way with our, our customers as well. And that kind of rubs off when it happens. You know, you, again, you, you think about what there's so many aspects of our culture that rub off all the way to the store support center. One, because so many people within our store support center come from the stores but I, you know, I, I even at the at the top leadership level of the company, I see it there. I see them have fun, and I think it's because we truly do feel like a family. I think we really genuinely care about each other. I know I feel that way. The other thing I would say about fun, I tell you, I have the best team. Our team just naturally has a lot of fun. They have just the most amazing personalities and demeanor when they're at work, when we're outside of work. I see it every day. They're committed to doing excellent work every day. And they're committed to supporting each other to make that excellence happen. And, you know, that's a heck of a lot more fun than when you're competing with each other to try to be the most excellent individual. They truly work as a team to be the most excellent team. And I think that's a whole lot of the magic behind the fun that they see that we have in the department. And um, one of the key things that we try to do too, as a company is uh, it's, it's, we actually survey on it to make sure we're doing it. That's, do we celebrate our wins? When we do great things, are we celebrating those? Are you having fun? And and our stores mm-hmm. do that. Our company pays a a bonus down to uh, all the way to the frontline hourly associate, and they have we call it success sharing, and they have success sharing celebrations in the stores. You know, it's not unusual if you go behind a, the back of the store. You may see a grill going with store managers out there cooking the burgers and hot dogs for the team. Oh. So we try to instill fun really across the company. And we want our customers to have fun. You know, we want mm-hmm. we want their experience in our store or whether it's online or wherever. We want it to be fun and enjoyable for them and and our associates from the store support center to the store, I think love to create that atmosphere and, and that environment. You know, um, Steve, as I noted earlier in this podcast, um, I've known you for a few years now. And while you would probably never say this yourself, I'm going to say it. Um, I am sure that you play a major role in a lot of the reasons why 
the Home Depot is a best place to work in PR and why our judges found that to be the case. So um, kudos to you for that. And um, I also want to thank you because, again, the whole point of this podcast and the others that we're doing for with some of the other honorees this year is to really get an inside idea of what it is to be a really great place to work in PR. Um, because there were a lot of great places to work in PR, including some that weren't, including some that weren't honored. That's the truth. So when we have some that, are, you know, when, when we've chosen these, when we've chosen these organizations and sort of put them on that pedestal, um, it was really important to PR week to do these podcasts and really, really showcase why. And yeah. um, I can tell you as a customer of Home Depot, you know, whatever it is you're doing to really create an incredible atmosphere for your employees, it certainly does come out and creating an incredible atmosphere for its customers as well. Now, I am so unhandy. I don't know if it's necessarily fun for me to go to the Home Depot because I'm terrified because I don't know anything, but I'm not a good barometer for that. But what I am a good barometer for is, I've seemed to be, is, um, you know, being fortunate to have, you know, over the course of my time at PR Week to uh, get to know people like yourself and just some tremendous leaders in the communications industry. And I want to congratulate you again and, and the Home Depot. Um, the whole team, because it is a team award for being named the best place to work in PR. And I also want to thank you for taking the time today to speak with me, because I'm sure you're getting a million emails right now and you probably have to go back to work. And I realize that. So I really appreciate you taking the time. And of course, thank all of you out there for listening to this. As I said, this is one of a handful of podcasts that we are doing with 2022 PR Week Best Places to Work honorees. So be on the lookout for this one and other ones as well. Until next time, I want to wish everyone out there happy holidays to you and yours. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.